0: spartans welcome to the Double core my name is john the chief and always i am uh co-oping with the infinite grunt
1: hello my friends and thank you for joining us today of course we're going to be actually talking about halo infinite spoilers there's your uh john's freaking out over there there is your spoiler warning we're going to be talking full spoilers for halo infinite's campaign um so if you don't want to know spoilers please just Um, Come watch us later. Come listen to us later. If you have completed the campaign, or you just don't give two squits of piss, go ahead and let's uh, let's continue on. We're going to talk about spoilers. We're going to talk about the Halo Infinite campaign. Uh, We'll also be coming out with a spoiler-free kind of uh, general review video, or not video, a podcast as well. Um, Whether this comes out first, the other one comes first, it doesn't matter. We're going to get them out rough this week, so... Um, yeah, without further ado, you know, we are going to be talking about those today, but of course, you know, we always have some topics right off the, the drop pod and John, of course, every, uh, you know, you got to give
0: us that reminder, my friend. Oh yeah. The, the friendly chief reminder. Uh, I'm still doing my weekly streams. I am back to it. I just, uh, took a small break for obviously playing Halo Infinite. Uh, right now you guys can watch me, um, stream my legendary playthrough um i'll probably be doing a couple of those um and then maybe i'll be doing a collectible only run uh so of course i'll be kind of beat everything and then you can i guess kind of follow along as a guide maybe i don't know we're kind of just running back and forth and just doing random stuff um but you can follow me uh well us at uh twitch.tv slash so feel free to drop in there
1: oh hell yeah man i love watching your streams you're fantastic. Um, But of course, before we actually jump into uh, Halo Infinite Campaign spoilers, um, we actually had one hell of a surprise last week, just the day after launch, um, which is we got a brand new trailer for the Halo uh, TV show. Um, Yes, that came out during the Game Awards, and let me tell you what, canon or not, we don't know if it's necessarily canon. To me, it doesn't matter either way. This is only a minute long, and this trailer... Oh my god, dude. Oh my god, I like I was speechless. It's so good. Like I am so stoked for this. You know, it kind of starts off and you can watch like Halo Canon to get like the full canon breakdown about what's going on. But you got that first shot of a UNSC ship flying across like a city, uh, maybe on like Saturn's rings or something. It looks so good. Uh, the CGI actually isn't that bad at all. It looks like... I mean, you can tell it's a TV show. Like, it doesn't look like a movie kind of CGI. But it's pretty it looks up good there. enough. It looks good enough, you know? Um, But, you know, of course, we get our first shot of, like, a Forerunner, like, artifact and stuff. You get a first shot of, a UN, like, a human colony, which looks good. You get your first look at Dr. Halsey, a couple of unique characters that are going to be in the show. Um... And, of course, John, the, the what's the money shot that you were, t- you were telling me earlier, the one that flipped, you know, aside from the Master Chief himself?
0: High Charity.
1: Dude, High Charity looks so fucking sick.
0: High Charity looks really, really good. When I saw it, I was like, this looks better than any of the video games I have depicted, honestly. I,
1: I agree. I agree. And, you know, the thing is, is the CGI for that looks incredible yes like, exactly You could tell budget went to making that look real
0: dude they spent a lot of time on it and it felt very alien it really did it did it, it felt did. it didn't feel like i don't know futuristic or whatever it definitely felt alien
1: it did and you know um it, it <laughs> it's hard to explain um but it it looked like uh more alien yeah like you said more alieny version of high charity which i think is a good thing it's got that cool little light going through the center which is kind of a new addition which i think is a great addition by the way yeah i totally agree um you also see like the asteroid belt from like the GO- the um the cold protocol uh, one of the halo books there so you see all the co- asteroids connected you see i can't remember his name um but he's a uh, a spartan 2 dropout who was kind of disabled um, from the Spartan Two program, so he's going to be in the show. I don't remember the actor's name, but you, you know, he's kind of a bigger actor. You recognize him. Um, so he looks really good. Um, you know, you see a scene of like a young child there. I don't know if that's like a young John or not. Um, or or you know, who knows? Because I guess there's a character in this show that was raised by the Covenant, uh, or at least some factor of Covenant. Oh, a lot of people say, hey, that doesn't make any sense. The Covenant hate you know hate humanity but you also got to remember that uh without humanity they can't use any forerunner artifacts so they may have captured like one little girl or something to to use to activate stuff you know you never know um so i'm really excited to see that you get like these great money shots of a you know like you would see pelican with a bunch of soldiers running you see a bunch of scorpions and warthogs and stuff Um, A couple of other Spartans in this show. That was Um, it.
0: The EOD helmet in IRL looks so good.
1: I know, dude. and It kind of looks like the Gen 3 versions, although obviously it's not. Um, I don't remember the name of the characters, but uh, I do know the actors. I don't know the actors' names, um, and I apologize. But the actors look pretty good, too. I mean, the suits look great. Um, You do have this this scene with a bunch of pelicans flying with a modified pelican leading it. It looks like more of a combat pelican. Well, a, you know, which looks great. Oh yeah, and of course you got the money shot at the very end of the Master Chief in his Halo Infinite inspired suit, canon or not, for that time frame. Um, kind of in a deserty area, and he looks dude. He looks so good. He does. He looks so. He looks way better than he did in Halo Four and Dawn. And I love that movie. Um, but he looks dude. He looks damn good. They
0: put a good. lot of money into that. Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it he, he looks great. And um you know it's coming next year 2022 it's the Halo TV show on Paramount Plus God dude it looks so good it looks so good I'm it's, so
0: excited you and I were talking beforehand um about it and we are definitely going to be beating up weekly when it comes out
1: Yeah when it comes out we're going to watch it weekly maybe we'll, you know what we should do is like a small series of like weekly episodes that are just talking about the Halo TV show. Like, maybe our spoilerific thoughts on it or something.
0: I'm so down.
1: Dude, let's do it. Uh, But the new series, uh, we don't know exactly when it's coming out. I think originally it was going to be coming out in quarter one, but that could be delayed. You know, who knows? I mean, we're only getting a one-minute teaser. I hope we get a bigger trailer soon. Um, Placing best it's March. Probably, you know what March sounds about right, and maybe even maybe even around May when the season two of Halo Infinite comes out. Yeah, um, uh, Halo Infinite multiplayer. I mean the season two there, but uh, this yeah this series. I don't know about you, John, um, but I personally feel like this series
0: just from what we've seen looks fucking awesome. It looks absolutely amazing. Like I was in awe especially with high charity especially the first time i saw it i was like mother of god
1: (laughs) dude absolutely and and here's the thing for me because there's gonna be some changes to the show like captain keys is gonna be black we do see a a brief glimpse of um uh miranda keys who looks very similar to her halo 2 anniversary counterpart actually um but you know there some small changes and i don't think uh I don't know if it changes canon or not. Maybe they just had, you know, like the best actor to uh, to have Captain Geese he just happen to be black, but it doesn't matter. Like, I think this show, if it's, even if there's canon changes or if the story is completely non-canon or if the story is canon and they just have some non-canon chan- changes on there, irrelevant to me. I think this show looks great. I, I can't wait. Um, I It's been a... To to have a show of this kind of budget or a movie of this kind of budget has been something I've always wanted. You know, Halo: Forward Under Dawn and Halo: Nightfall—they were live-action Halo, but they were very—you can you can tell they had a smaller budget. Halo: Forward Underdone—they they worked some magic with their budget. They did. Like I think Halo: Forward Underdone is my is in my top five favorite films of all time. Technically, it started as a web series, yes, but. The uh, the film version where they kind of mix it into a movie. It's one of my favorite films. And I think one of the reasons why is because they take that small budget and they make it work. You know, the CGI, it's all in like darkness and clouds and stuff. And, you know, I, I just love everything about it. So now that we've got a proper budget video game version like of Halo coming out, um I'm just really excited to see it. I can't wait to see more. If it's canon, fucking awesome. If it's not, don't care. I'm, I'm excited for
0: it either way. Dude, it's just... There's so much hype behind it, and I I just, like, I'm happy to see that it's finally getting somewhere.
1: It finally... And it was announced in 2013. How long ago? That was, like, eight years ago. Eight years ago. 13. And I think Steven... I don't know if Steven Spielberg's company is still producing it or not. Um, But still, I'm... <sighs> And Kiki Wolfkill is one of the main producers behind it, which I'm very excited for. I trust Kiki Wolfkill with anything Halo, so I'm very yeah, excited. I agree. Kiki is a great. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think like that kind of covers that. There's not much to talk about once we finally get some more trailers, more footage. And of course, once the series comes out, we'll, we'll be talking about it a lot.
0: We will be um, talking about it so much. Dude, I'm fucking stoked.
1: I'm so stoked. Oh, my God. There's so much to look forward to when it comes to Halo. I'm so glad we're finally at that stage where
0: the drought is over and we are just swimming in Halo content. We sure are. Dude, uh, speaking of swimming in content, um, I'm sure that the winner of our la- our first contest is um, chilling. and Soaking in. Hanging out in Zeta because Photon... Which we originally thought was Ifatoni for some weird for, for some weird reason.
1: I am dumb, okay. <laughs> you and
0: I are I both read. dumb. I can't um, read. <laughs> shout out to Photon. Please go follow him on Twitter. Super chill dude. Um, he actually so he won a free game because uh, we decided to do a giveaway about a year ago, um, and he ended up winning and uh sure enough he was like i want halo infinite so we just got him that game copy and uh he sent me a couple of messages about how awesome it's been so um you know in the future i think i think you and i both agree that we want to do more giveaways once we get to that point um because that would be just so much fun uh it's it's just fun holding stuff like that um but uh yeah shout out to photon i hope that um he's uh he's enjoying it
1: no absolutely absolutely I, I'm really glad Photon's enjoying it too um, I, of course I'm not very close to Photon and you are so I'm really glad to, to hear that he's enjoying it I'm glad we were able to get him the game I think that's uh, he, you know uh, with everything going on in his life I hope that brought a little bit of light and uh, hey Photon if you're listening to this brother hope uh, I hope you're loving the game man I hope you're loving the game really appreciate your uh, you know your support so uh, hey man congrats hope you're enjoying it um as much as we are because boy are we enjoying it we
0: are loving it in fact we barely texted each other
1: (laughs) dude and that's the thing i actually uh you know i've had my phone plugged in but just like i'll be sitting on my on my gaming throne playing the game and i'll have my uh, my phone plugged into the charger on the opposite side of the room by my pc (laughs) because i just didn't want to get spoiled and it's actually funny because i i got a fake spoiler I read the spoiler during my first playthrough, and I didn't mean to. And so I was like, "Oh fuck it," you know. I'm going to complete the rest of the game real quick. And instead of doing like all the open world stuff, I just committed down to the story itself, and I just beat it. Turns out the spoiler was a fake. <laughs> um, oh no! Uh, I'm I'm actually very grateful it was fake because the spoiler I read, I was going to be like, "That's bullshit. That's bu- that's a that's a stupid thing to do." And it was like Master Chief dies in the end or something. Or and he was, but he was very specific. Whoever posted was very specific, so it, it sounded like a spoiler. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hey, spoilers! He doesn't die in the end. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. Thank God. So, um, but yeah, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, with all that kind of our, all of our bases down, I think John, let's go ahead and let's jump into the game. Uh, let's jump into the spoilers. Let's, let's, uh, let's just talk about it, man. We got a lot to talk about today, so I think we just jump right on into it.
0: Yeah, um, like first of all, um, you know, like we're gonna just talk about like kind of like the build up to the launch. um, You know, maybe what we did for um, you know when the game was launching or like hours before. Just Mm -hmm. you know, just overall uh, launch day.
1: Dude, absolutely, John. So, (laughs) um, so we had very different experiences in the in the hours toward Halo Infinite, um, because I'm 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 kind of not I, I. had the week off and all that but uh john you uh i, I want i'm really curious about how your experience was uh i i pretty sure you had work so i want to I tell did. me about how hard that was my friend and i and i want to know like just your opening thoughts to it too you know you, your build up to it and then the moment where you finally sent down and played it how you were feeling at
0: the time dude Please yeah so so um we'll start off at alarm goes off at nine and I get in up in the morning In the morning. I'm going, am going to go to work, go to work. Uh, I have to be there by nine forty-five, and I leave the six. So I was like, Oh my God, today's the day. Today's the day. And like ran over my Xbox, turned it on and tried to see if I could download the campaign and it wasn't there yet. So I was like, okay. Um, I already talked to my girlfriend the day prior to have her turn on the console and check every couple of hours and make sure that it was downloading. And, Um, I get to work, and I, at that point, I had Twitter muted, I had Facebook muted, like, everything social media muted, because I was like, haha, I'm not going on anything today, not even, YouTube wasn't even safe.
1: Yeah, nothing was safe, nothing was safe.
0: So, like, uh, as I was heating up phones, I couldn't do anything, I just kinda, like, sat there and just wait for the phone to get up off the heat, and then I can just start opening up and fixing it, if you guys didn't know, I fix phones for a living now, um... So, um, it, it's about noon when the game's ready to drop. And, uh, a little bit before that, my girlfriend was able to download it. And I was like, oh my God, like, and like, I tell my coworkers, I'm like, this many hours, this many minutes, and this many seconds till the game drops. And they're just like, damn, you're really excited. And I was like, yes, I wish I was home right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, it's it's building up and just like I know everybody's playing it. I know everyone's like just getting their teeth into that juicy story and I'm like, oh fuck, I just wanna be home right now. Um so I'm fixing stuff throughout the day and eventually like it's like five thirty and I'm like, Oh my god, we're so close to getting home and <laughs> I end up getting stuck at work a little bit longer. For for a couple of issues, which I was super mad about, Oof. um, but it was in a decent time. It was like thirty minutes after, well, actually, it was like forty minutes after close. So it was like almost seven. So when I got home, it was like seven. So I was super salty about it. But I got home and I get home and I open the door. I see green lights behind my TV, and I see the tree lit up. I see one one seven on the TV on the tree, and I was like, I didn't do that. And I start looking around, and I've got five Master Chief helmets out, and there's uh, chips. uh, There's like a couple things of chips. There's a uh, my mini fridge is full of Pepsi's, and just like I was like, what the fuck? And my girlfriend had a couple hours before went to the store and got, like, snacks, and refilled the mini fridge, and just, you know, got my Halo blanket all set up, had my controller all front and center and ready, and had my Chief shirt and my uh, Xbox hat ready, and I just, like, screaming, taking pictures, and just, like, shot her a quick video, and I was like, that's it, I am not on my phone anymore, I went to my bedroom, put the phone on on the charger, closed the door, took off my watch and walked in here and then just turned on my Xbox, and it was fully downloaded. And then boom, campaign starts.
1: Dude. Oh man, dude, that, ah, dude, that hits me where I live, man. Hey, by the way, you better be putting a Zeta on her finger here soon, my friend. Oh, you know, brother, uh, you know, man, that is, that's (laughs) more than
0: other people know, bro.
1: Dude, no! oh my god. Like, that was, I saw that, I saw the pictures, man, I was like, wow. Damn, dude, that is, uh, that's one hell of a girl to have, man. Hell yeah. Um, dude. dude, that is, that is awesome. And of course, man, I felt bad, because I was texting him, like, hey, man, this is what's going on with the updates, this is how you install. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of confusing, blah, 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 and I, I felt guilty as shit. Um, because I'm like, man, I know John's so excited for this. Um there was a a small part of me that wanted to troll you really badly and send you a fake spoiler. But one that was that was so obviously fake that you would never confuse it as an actual spoiler. Like, man, I can't believe that the uh God, what was I gonna write? <laughs> the Arbiter ate a chicken wing. <laughs> no, I, no, 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 what I was gonna say is like I can't believe Master Chief and the Arbiter had aggressively gay sex or something. <laughs> Like, I, it was something along those lines. I had it typed out. I was like, nah. no, nah, I can't be that. No, nah, I can't. I can't. Oh, I, I can't honestly, do it to my I brother. Probably,
0: I probably would have laughed. I think I would have laughed at that.
1: <laughs> uh, maybe I'll send that to you. Maybe when the first DLC yeah. comes out or something. You'll see. <laughs> Watch me send it um, to you first. <laughs> yeah, you probably will. Um, Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty fucking incredible. Um, Damn. So that's, I mean, that sounds like a hard day, but I'm glad the... The girlfriend, um, kind of just uh, that really really stepped up and and treated you like the,
0: the master chief that you are, my friend. dude. Yeah, dude. Um, I even had my new helmet right next to my mini fridge, and <laughs> holy shit, dude. Like I just I just couldn't wait, and that of course I picked up my my limited edition chief controller and just started. So, an absolute an absolute w. An absolute debut if I ever saw one, my friend. Yeah, dude. I'm I'm actually really curious. I didn't hear about what happened with your day. Um I know that like we briefly talked about what happened with mine, but we didn't like I don't remember anything about yours.
1: Yeah, man. So I gotta be very, very careful about how I tell this. Um because if a certain woman of mine listens to this and I say it wrong She's going to get super offended and beat the fuck out of me with a Halo controller. Um, But basically, so I wake up around – it's Wednesday. So I wake up around 8-ish, 8 a.m.-ish. I wake up. I get dressed and stuff. I'm like, oh, hey, all right. I'm going to take you to work, Work, wife. So I take my wife to work. It's just up the street. It's about a five-minute drive. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, let me go back a little bit further. So I do take her to work, of course, but the night before, at around 12 a.m., the Halo Infinite soundtracks, plural, go live. Because you got one for the multiplayer, and you got one for the single player. Um, I was able to get the multiplayer downloaded, but I couldn't figure out how to get the single player downloaded. Not that it mattered, because I wasn't going to listen to the multiplayer until I was pretty much done with the game anyways. Yeah. Um, so, and that's important for the story. So, I get that download on my phone, go to bed, obviously, wake up at 8, take my wife to work, and I'm coming back, and I'm, uh, you know, and I decide, you know, she goes into work, she goes into the school where she works at, and I decide to pop in my headphones, um, and I put on the song, what's it called, uh, it's the first track on the Halo Infinite multiplayer soundtrack, and it's called, What is a Spartan? Um Damn. And there's, a, there's a, a segment. So I was listening. I was driving home, and I was listening to the rock stuff, you know, because that's what the multiplayer is. It's got like a lot of push rock uh, stuff going on there. I'm like hell yeah. At the one minute and fifty three mark, um, it hits the aggressive piano. Um, let's see. I think it's actually right before that, but it hits the the Halo Three. You know, bum, bottom, yeah, bump, ba- dude, and I'm driving home and I'm looking over the city as I'm driving home because I'm we're kind of on a hill ridge, yeah, and I'm driving down, yeah, yeah, and that hits and it goes into this super epic like guitar solo. It's like bum, like but it's super inspiring, man. And I was just, I was tearing up, right? I was tearing up, um, and I gotta say this, you know, when I walked down the aisle on our wedding. I had the Halo Three theme that did the same piano.
0: That's so sick, so
1: dude. So that hit me, and like instantly, all the memories of the last six years getting married to that song, and you know how much Halo's meant to me. dude, I was tearing up. Like I was tearing up hard, man.
0: Dude, I would too. Holy I was shit. like,
1: like I don't, like guys, you guys, if you guys know me, I don't cry. Uh, I really don't cry all that much, but man, I was tearing up hardcore, and I was laughing, like cry laughing, at the same time. as I was driving down. Park in the garage, and I've got like tears running down my cheeks, man. And I'm like, let's fucking go. We still got like three hours until launch or whatever. And uh, so I get all the chores done you know, I do the dishes, I get everything, I'm listening to the Halo Infinite soundtrack, make the bed, and everything. Um, 11 o'clock hits, and I'm like, fuck yeah, let's play. But I go in there, okay, three gigabyte update, that's whatever. (laughs) We update it, and then it's like, okay, 28 gigabyte update or something for the campaign. I'm like, whatever. Do that, I take a shower, listen to the music still, and I'm just fucking partying. I'm fucking dancing while naked as fuck in the shower, you know? (laughs) Just, you know, just 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 freaking out. And I finally sit down, it's 11, like, 58 or something. And I only got like an hour or so to play, hour and ten minutes or so to play. Um, So I finally sit down and I play like the opening two missions of the game, and I cried like Twice. Like, the opening of it, and then, of course, there's some emotional stuff that happens in the second mission um, that dramatically impacted me just because of how attached I am to the story and what was kind of – what was going on with the characters and stuff, which we'll jump t- into here a little bit. And I was like, dude, oh, my god, you know, I'm freaking out. So, of course, I get off, and, you know, I, I recover for a second, and I go pick her up, take her back, um, and then I'm like, okay, awesome, awesome, go do your stuff or whatever. I'm locking myself in the game for the rest of the day. I'll see you tomorrow or something. <laughs> something along inside that. And that's basically what happened. I took a few breaks, but, uh, yeah. So that was kind of my lead up that morning. Like, It was a very, very, very good morning. Just listening to Halo. I got all my chores done that I promised I'd get done before the game came out. And um, listening to Halo music while I'm doing it. So I'm just, like, fucking head-pounding. Because the multiplayer uh, music is very post r- post rock. It's a it's a it's very much if like Lincoln Park and Martin O'Donnell had a baby, and okay. it, that's how it is. That's how it is. Like that's how I was kind of. That's thinking a very good of a way bit. of putting it. Yeah. because uh, you know, um, my cousin who I played Halo with growing up. Of course, I'm gonna send him an e- email here eventually because he's on his mission. And I think that's how I'm gonna explain. I'm like, hey, man, it's like if the Halo Centric had a baby with Lincoln Park. That's what this this multiplier soundtrack is. And you're gonna freaking love it. <laughs> um But no, like seriously, like that, that, that opening that morning and I wasn't I I need, I didn't know what I was in for. I didn't know if this campaign was gonna be any good or not. Cause like I said last podcast, you know, um, don't let uh Oh, what it what was it that I said something don't let, uh, like, theorizing become expectations or whatever. Yes, yeah. I can't remember the exact term I said. Uh, but I said something like that, and that's what I did. I, you know, I went in a game room. I dropped all expectations on the floor. I'm like, okay, it's time to let this game show me what it is. And f- not to give a spoiler about what I think of the game overall, but, oh, my God, it delivered. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, my God, it delivered, man.
0: To be fair, as soon as I saw uh, Hidden Xperia um, say that it really delivered and his expectations were really high, I was like, we're in for a treat.
1: We're in for a treat. And by the way, I want to give a shout out to Hidden Xperia because I've had some similar thoughts of his as far as the lore goes, but I've watched some of his videos and I'm like 100% on board with his theory. So I'm going to actually talk about some of those a little bit later. Um, But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm right there with you. I mean... Hearing the community, this very, very um, nitpicky, very, very critical community come out and say, this game is fucking awesome. I mean, that was, I mean, that's exactly what I needed, you know? And just going in, I'm like, that's how you know this game is good, because I know these people, and I know they are very, very critical. I know they are very, very nitpicky. And the fact that they're saying this game is a fucking masterpiece, that's how you know this game is going to be great. And of course... At the Game Awards, we saw this was the People Choice Awards for Game of the Year, or something like that. I didn't watch the Game Awards. Um, And also, like, quite a few, like, I think it's Game Informer's Game of the Year, despite the fact it came out last
0: week. It's Game Informer's Game of the Year.
1: Which is mental. Which is mental, but well-deserved, in my opinion.
0: Very well-deserved. Yeah, a lot of AAA games came out in a very shitty manner this year.
1: Yeah, Indeed including one of my favorites this year, it could have come out a lot better, Battlefield 2042. Um, I fucking love Battlefield 2042. But yeah, it, it, it needs some improvements, and it didn't come out in the way I think it should have come out. So, um, yeah, for Halo Infinite to get that, and I don't know what other games, what other places gave it, like game of the year, but I know it's been getting like between 8 out of 10 and 10 out of 10, or 5 out of 5 or whatever. Yeah, I think the, the, I think the lowest
0: I've seen was 9.5 personally.
1: I saw, the lowest I've seen is eight out of ten, which is very which is, good. I mean, yeah. I mean, with number scores, I don't like number scores, but um, as far as that goes, that's great.
0: I think like one out of a hundred is a better depiction instead of one out of ten, because like, what I is one so. out of ten? However, like, it's if like you say it's like 100. a ninety-seven, then it's like that's really good. If it's like an eighty, you're like that's pretty good. Then if it's like a sixty, it's like okay, it's it's all right. And then if it's like a 20, you're like, stay away. No,
1: absolutely. And I think it's it's kind of hard because numbers, for everybody, means something different. And that's why, I, you know, even though I make reviews and you have to do a 0 out of 100 score, I, I hate it. I hate doing that. Because for me, it's like a thumbs up, double thumbs up, or thumbs down, double thumbs down world, or neutral. And look, guys, I'm, I'm going to say right now, it's a double thumbs up, double thumbs up for me. Like, this game... Oh my god! I, prepare for a good length review because, man, I've got things to say. Bro. Yeah, I've got things to say.
0: I'm so um, excited, dude.
1: Dude, ah, oh, let's let's jump into it, my man, because this um, we all knew. I mean, me and you, at least, we knew this game was going to be good. Um, oh yeah.
0: Oh, we yeah.
1: I I never had a doubt of three four three industries even after Halo Five, which I did enjoy um but i obviously recognize like hey this isn't obviously a great game because a lot of people don't like it but i i still enjoyed it quite a bit now this game dude i'll tell you fucking what this is dare i say dare i preach the best halo game ever made what do you say to that john am i a
0: You are not a heretic. I'm not a heretic, because there we go, boys. The chief agrees.
1: The chief agrees <laughs> Oh man. Well let's 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 talk about it a little bit. I mean, let's start because we'll we'll talk about like everything that we can. But I did kinda wanna start off with uh, just kind of the opening. Like my expectations were high, but the opening itself yeah. surpassed my expectations. Sur- yep. Surpassed my expectations, John.
0: I didn't have any expectations because I was like, I don't, I don't know what to expect, and so like,
1: right? But like, you know, like I said, I dropped my expectations at the door, but still, like, any expectations I had, the opening minute and a half
0: blew my fucking mind. I agree. Yeah, I just want to say, fucking Chiefs moment standing up and being able to re-punch Atriox like that and no other Spartan has shows how good Chief is.
1: Dude, I mean, even further than that, remember how like last week we were talking about, yeah, I bet Atriox appears near the end of the game. He's one of the final bosses or whatever. Now, this motherfucker appears at the opening fucking cutscene and beats the fuck out of Master Chief. Now, Master Chief, he, yeah, he gets some good licks in there. Not oh, my cons- God.
0: Considerably, it was, it was, if you had to, like, break it down, obviously, Chief didn't break any bones or anything, but it would be, like, broken bones versus bruises.
1: Oh, uh, like, uh, I mean, it's, like, a fucking, yeah, a couple bruises and broken bones compared to a fucking murder. Yeah. Because, I mean, Chief even admits it later on. Uh, Atrix, beat the fuck out of him. Dude. I mean, just... Beat him badly,
0: and the way like his first like the first mission plays, and he's just like you know of him, and Chief's like, yeah, we met. I was like, yeah, oh, dude, I mean, shit.
1: Oof. and and that's interesting to me because I didn't, I genuinely did not think we'd see Atria. I was shocked until was the, shocked. the end of the game. I thought we would see the Spirit of Fire. No mention of Spirit of Fire. No mention of Red Team at all. Just Atria shows up there, and I, what I really like is that. It's a continuation shot from the legendary ending of Halo 5. So you have that Halo ring there. We didn't know which Halo ring it was. We assumed it was like... Uh, we assumed it was the Halo from Halo Wars 2, Installation 04. Nah, that's fucking Zeta Halo. And then you have the same exact shot with it lit up. And then it turns and then Infinity is getting beat to shit. And according to Estrom, it was like a four minute thing.
0: Yeah, he said within, like, the first, like, we, we, beat, we beat um this apparently man-made's greatest achievement in four minutes, and I was like, fuck, which I actually think was how long the opening was. The,
1: well, that opening cutscene was, like, a minute, maybe. Yeah. And then it goes and it skips six months with that opening teaser we saw from uh, 2019. By the way, still, it fucking kills it on an emotional level. Shrecks it. And it does shrek it. And, man, the way it's, like, been six months. Master Chief has been floating in space with his survival mode on and stuff. Like, it's clear as shit because he gets kicked out. He's like, Atreus is like, I am the last face you will ever see. And he kicks him out. And Chief tries to grapple, shot himself back up, but misses. He goes to the force field and he just floats for six months. And he was talking about later, he's like, last thing I remember was Atriox like throwing me out of the Infinity. Uh, next thing I know is um, the pilot, uh, Echo 216, you know, basically reviving him, in a way. Yeah. Which, by the way, Echo 216, fucking him, the weapon, and and the way they handle Master Chief's writing, best in the series.
0: Yeah, um, I want to say I kind of hated the, um, Uh, the pilot at first like really for a minute there I was like you're getting on my fucking nerves dude interesting tell me more tell me more more. like I was just like bro like you got to be more optimistic I was like we're just like there won't like like she said there won't be a home if we don't stop the banished and I was like you got to do what you can and then hearing his sad side I was like damn like I get it I wouldn't be too happy either And then, like, I had more respect for him after that.
1: Yeah, for me, I mean... I I really liked... What I really liked seeing in this, um... Was that not everybody kisses Master Chief's ass, you know? And I really liked that the... Despite what the Master Chief has done, like... The, uh... Echo 216, um... Which his name is revealed later, I'm not gonna say it now, but... He, um... The way he's like, I, I really, really related to him. He's like, we can get to go home now, right? He's like, he's so focused on getting home um, and not, he just wants to get out of there, the poor bastard. And I mean, what what the hell has this guy been living on? Like, little gel for six months? Like, yeah. little, like, suckable gel or whatever? Like, man, I felt for him. And as the game progressed, as the game progressed, bro. And his character was further explored. I mean, that was one of the moments I genuinely teared up. Um, and I can't promise I won't tear up again during this uh, this podcast because the way it hits me, dude, the way this character hits me is on another level. They on another job. level. Uh, but, yeah, I really like what you say that you like. You didn't like him at first because he was so, like, like he even goes and hits Master Chief and then he hurts his hand and he's like, ow, you know? Um, yeah. And I thought that was... That was such good storytelling because it showed that not everybody, regardless of the fact you're with Master Chief, you just want to be saved and go home. And I love that. I mean, you saw them in the first cutscene. Um, they even did the thing where they, he starts editing, he goes left to right, up and down for your for your aiming and stuff, which I just thought was w- I wonderful. thought that
0: was perfect. That was perfect um, introduction, honestly.
1: It was great. I, I loved it. It was great. Um, And then, of course, it goes into the next cutscene that we saw, E3, with Master Chief going through the wreckage. The dialogue has changed a bit. The the pilot is freaking out. And Chief's just like, just trust me with this. He's got one bullet in the chamber, which, when you realize what that means, is pretty fucking dark. uh, Because he was saving that one bullet to kill himself if he was running out of food or whatever. Damn. Which is fucking deep, dude. Um, But, man... The way the Master Chief just goes across, he's talking with the pilot, he's reassuring him, um, and the pilot's being, like, kind of sarcastic with him. I just think it's genuinely great writing. Just,
0: I don't know what it was, like, I don't know, I I loved him, like, I wanted to love him so much, but then he was annoying me, and I was like, dude, you're just being an asshole, like, (laughs) and I was just, like, frustrated, and then, like, then I started loving his character even more. No, because so there's like, a
1: specific point, and I get what you're saying. For, for me, it hit like I understood him, but I don't expect that for everybody. And for like you, like you didn't like him because he was he was being that way. There was a specific part of the story which I think you and I will eventually agree on later in the cop podcast. That really changes a lot with these characters, and they just go deep. And it's like, wow!
0: Like when you I didn't hit that know. deep end, you hit that emotional side.
1: Dude, it's great. But let's talk about that first mission, you know, when you're on uh, uh, that banished ship. In fact, what is that banished ship called? Let me look it up real quick. I was supposed to have this up,
0: um, but I fucked up. So, one sec. It's all good. Uh, I just want to say real quick, the grunt dialogue.
1: <gasps> the grunt dialogue is the greatest.
0: It's so fucking funny,
1: dude. Uh, so, oh, a- warship Gabricon. Sorry. But yeah, the grunt dialogue in this game, I'll tell you right now, best grunts in the whole fucking series.
0: I don't give a shit, dude. Dude, they're really good. Like they're so good. Someone had, I think, uh, the I Would have been your daddy's skull turned on. And a grunt killed Chief and said it's my turn to play. It. Mom says it's my turn to play Ooh, on the Xbox. I, and I was like,
1: it. yes. Dude, I love it. Um, there's so many references. There's one where he sings like a grunt sings the Halo song and he says he hates it. Um <laughs> Oh, so funny. Um, so, God, the grunts in this game, dude. I'll tell you what. And even there's like two, at least two grunt bosses. Yes. In the, uh in the open world. Oh, they're my best friends. They're my best friends. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, the grunts in this game, they are really, really funny. I'm really glad to see that. Um, and if there's more of that I'm going to talk about when we get to the open world bit. Um, but starting off, we got that first mission Worship Gabrakun. I think that's how you say it. I don't know. Gabarakon. Um But, dude, I fucking love that mission. It, it feels very similar to every other Halo game, where you start off on a ship. Like, Halo CE, you start Pillar of Autumn. Uh, Halo 2, you start off at the Karyo Station. Halo 3 is unique, because you start off on Earth. Halo 4, you start off Forward the Dawn. Halo 5, you start as the Master Chief. Um... At that one station, I can't remember the name, and then of course this game is Warship Gibracan,
0: and I it's just love so well. Master Chief, it's starting on an alien ship.
1: It's great, yeah, because you you start the campaign, you're in the hangar, you got about a bunch of grunts in there, and man, you even on legendary, you start to just wreck shit. Like you, you feel like you are the most powerful motherfucker on the pl- like in the galaxy. Um. Which like and by the way, so I've been replaying on Legendary, and I know John, you have too. And I we think sure personally, have. the Legendary difficulty is pr- it's so good for anybody who's been playing Halo for a long time. I yes, think per- I think it's
0: well balanced.
1: So far, it's extremely well balanced. Uh, even the Hunters, I'll say a lot of people complain about the Hunters. I think the Hunters are fine. I think they're they remind me of Doom. They remind um, me of Doom. Not it's that I've been
0: on Twitter too much, um, but everything that I saw about Twitter was about the hunters. But I was just like, in my mind, I was like, well, I'm just kind of glad that I can't one shot them and then tell me anymore.
1: All right? Yeah. You, you, they're that not was such a cheap move. Yeah. They're not pushovers anymore. And I love that. I love that.
0: And like, um, it's just one of those things that you should figure out via gameplay. Like, um,. I found that out over YouTube, and then when I started implementing it, I was like, oh my god, the fact that you can technically headshot these things is pretty amazing. But then, like, it takes away the threat so quick. Because you see him, you're like, ah, you jump behind him, pop, pop, done. Exactly. That's what
1: I didn't like. Um, especially talking to my dad about the hunters in CE. You know, it's like, and, and, and onward, because they're all pretty, once you learn how to kill them, you jump behind them, shoot them a couple times, they're pretty much pushovers. And Halo Infinite, I mean, if you get behind them, you get a couple shots, and that's awesome, good luck. (laughs) Yeah, they might turn around and smack you. But once you figure out how to kill them, they're actually not all that bad. They're not pushovers, but they're... I'm still working on it. Dude, okay, Needlers are the fucking king. Hell yeah. They are the greatest. Um, But anyways, we'll we'll, we'll touch on that more later. But I want to say, like, the baddest in this game... Like the brutes, the the grunts, and then of course the elites, which are actually a little bit more rare in this game—not rare, but you know
0: they're not as common. Which I exactly. love. Exactly. It was a nice yeah. refresh.
1: They're fairly uncommon. The brutes are the main guys, and I think these guys are so much fun. They're very similar to Halo Three, but they're a li- they're tweaked just to be a little bit more balanced. They're tweaked to just be a little more difficult. And I love the brutes in this game. I mean, just I, in the I opening uh, uh, itself. I love uh, the the grunts of obviously. I mean, they can melee now. Did you know that? The, mele- the grunts Same can melee. Same the with jackals. They can melee? I didn't know the they jackals can, hit, can melee. They can hit you with a shield. That's awesome. I love yes. that. I love those little details. I was like,
0: I, in my mind, I was like, I remember when I was playing um, Halo 5 and I was like, you know what? I Now that I realize it, I would probably die a lot more often if a grunt hit me.
1: And they do good damage. They do, like, uh, 25% damage or 30%
0: damage on your shields. So if you're dead, like, you have no shields, you're gone.
1: Yeah, but they, and they melee fast, like, boom, 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 and they just hit you like crazy when they're afraid. It's it's awesome. I love
0: it. And it's, like, you should realize, like, grunts aren't really all that weak. Like. They're they're not, no. They're
1: beefy for a reason. Like, they would kill a human in one punch, I think. Probably. Probably. At least disable them pretty damn hard. Or knock um, the fucking wind out of them. Dude, it would. But man, that opening cutscene, that introduction to Eshrim. Oh my god. Eshrim is such a cool fucking dude.
0: What a He's w. such...
1: Dude, he is such a uh, a Chad. Like, he's like... Like, the one brute in that cutscene is freaking out. He's like, the the Master Chief is back. You promised Atrix killed him, blah, blah, blah. We're in, like, trouble, and he's, like, and fucking uh, all, like, I feel invigorated. I'm ready to to, to combat this motherfucker. He, it's,
0: like, it's destiny for him.
1: It is, and he's, like, super excited. I love that. And I also, one thing I really loved is that not all the enemies call him the Master Chief the Demon. Like, you've got uh, the Elite, I can't remember his name, it's, like, Ka something, um, can't remember his name. The torture elite, basically. I can't remember his name. But he's like, oh, hello, Master Chief. You know, I love that. I love that they, some people call him the Master Chief. I just think it's cool. It, it makes a good um, difference just, between the Banished and the Covenant.
0: I just love that even the grunts will call you food. <laughs> After you of die, they're like, like,
1: more meat. More meat. I Oh, my gosh. And then, of course, one of the brute sayings when you die when they kill you is like, that was it? Was it that easy? Yeah. And I'm like, fuck you,
0: little dude. Gangster. The one that gets me is like, ah, oh, so the legends were a myth or some shit I like see, that. Like yeah, the legends feel... weren't true, and I was like, fuck you, and I'll go it's kill that brute. Dirt first. in your eye, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fitting for this upcoming week.
1: Ah, yeah, exactly, Spider Man. Oh man, so the opening that opening mission I think is pretty fucking sick, and of course, you but you blow up the ship. And you get sucked into, like, into space. And then, of course, you have that whole moment where you go and you're go you looking at Zeta Halo. Of course, it's got the little green stuff on the side telling you what's going on. Like, mission complete. Blah, blah, blah. But, of course, the whole time you're looking at it. And then, of course, the pilot comes over. He brings you into the Pelican. Uh, Master Chief brings it into autopilot towards the opening of the ring. And the pilot, like he's like, freaking out. Like, what the hell? I thought we were going home. And he Punches the master chief with both of his arms hurts his hands he's like ow what the hell um he's like you know we've got a we've got a job to do or whatever our job or our mission is to our ensure, duty as
0: humanity yeah, yeah our duty as soldier yeah our duty exactly that soldier.
1: from from halo 4 yeah uh, i love that Yeah, yeah and of like- course going in you know you you discover the weapon and there's it's obvious that the chief doesn't trust her and she's just this really funny, spunky little thing. And of course, there's like these memories of Cortana. You've got the the chief as a child thing going
0: on. And dude, that was haunting. When I saw that, I was like, like the little kids, the little Johns running around, little kid Johns running around. Dude, I was like, man, this is that hit me hard because I was like, this has never been really blatant in video games. Like this hasn't been like so in your face. Like if
1: you, you, you could read only it. Played the games, yeah. If you've only played the games, you don't know.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And that's where I feel like they're coming from, from the spiritual reboot perspective. Because I'm not going to lie, I think uh, I'm going to be honest. I think this game, first and foremost, is a sequel, and the spirit, spiritual reboot stuff kind of comes with the, some of the background stuff that comes through the the echoes. Um, but yeah, I think I think that was fantastic. The um, yeah, the way that that, that goes through, and of course. It's kind of revealed that Cortana's been dead for, like, six months, basically. And everything, all of these flashbacks you're seeing, they're like, uh, what do they call it? Data it's clusters. Like, uh, data clusters, yeah, data clusters. And, you know, for the whole campaign, I was sitting there like, oh, yeah, no, there's going to be a big reveal Cortana's still there. No, Cortana's dead, man. Like, Cortana's deader sure. than a dead, dead guy, like, for sure. And that was... Kind of weird. I was kinda of haunting. I was like, and by the end of the game when you realize you know, she left the message for Master real. Chief, but yeah. she's dead dead. I was like, that there's no better way you could have followed up Halo 5. There's no yeah. better way you could have followed out Halo 5. For me,
0: I was like, when they were like hinting that she's dead, I was like, there's no way. I was like, like, there's still more missions. And then by the end of the game, I was like, What? hmm It was just
1: And that the strong. weapon she uh, Cortana Kept the weapon alive because she knew that she knew that the Master Chief would need the weapon,
0: which I'm pretty sure she names herself to Cortana. I don't know for sure. Um, I have yet to get the legendary ending, so I don't know. Uh,
1: uh, legendary ending has nothing to do with it.
0: Oh <laughs> shit! Well, well, they they kind of make it as a nod. Like uh, is I okay? think
1: I think she's n- renaming herself as Cortana, which is great because I don't think it's a full. Re- it's not just Cortana's back. It's a completely... Like, she can name herself Cortana, but she has a completely different personality. And I think that's the right way to go.
0: Yeah. I think that's the right way to go. I, I agree. Like, um, when when she looks at John and was just like, is it okay? And he's just like, you pick your name. like,
1: Dude, and that to me is like, yeah, she's Cortana. She's Cortana. Yeah. I mean, like, come on. She
0: asked, and... Like Chief was like, it's okay. Like he even says, it's okay.
1: And I think I mean nobody gives permission to be Cortana than Master Chief. So I think she's renamed Cortana. But for the sake of the podcast, I'm still gonna call her the weapon. Um, Um but yeah, like after that cutscene and stuff, you go and you finally open up to the open world, and Zeta Halo is the most beautiful open world i have ever experienced far cry can go fuck itself <laughs> zeta halo is the shit brother the shit. shit
0: um when i was playing around at um truthfully i think night should be slightly darker but it's still pretty like don't get me wrong like yeah yeah, yeah. It no, i don't bother me you. that much i
1: agree with you i think night shoot could be darker no but- i do
0: in my mind, I'm like, also, like, it's a ring. It's not like your Earth, and you have something completely covering one side of the Earth. So I was like, to me, like, it makes sense. Just a couple
1: shades darker, I don't think would be a problem. But I agree with you, because naturally, it's not gonna get super, super, super dark, because you only have that light left over for so long, and then it comes out again.
0: Yeah, because, like, the ring is rotating.
1: Day-night cycles are super short on the Halo ring.
0: Yes. Um, and... Just, like, walking around, and, like, it's going from sunrise to sun- sunset. Um, My girlfriend was, she She doesn't, like, usually sit down and watch me play games, but she actually, like, every once in a while would come, like, come take a look and just be like, this game is gorgeous.
1: Gorgeous, dude. Gorgeous. It, it is. It is the most, it is the best-looking game I've ever played. And yeah. I know there's, like, other more. More photorealistic games, even like the new Matrix thing, super photorealistic. But that doesn't matter. I think Halo Infinite is the best looking game I've ever played.
0: It's really, it is really good.
1: stupid looking good. And that's coming from somebody who thought the uh, the 2020 demo looked fine. Like I would have fully accepted that. I don't care. Cartoony's is cool with me. But oh my god, Halo Infinite, Zeta Halo. The the day night effects. Oh my god!
0: The screenshots. Oh, let's talk about this shots. open.
1: Oh my god, I've taken quite a few. Same. And man, let's talk about this open world because I'll tell you what, um, it actually takes a little bit less time than I thought it would. Like, because like the campaign is like the still the main focus, and there's a point where you can't go back to the open world, and it's like a whole third of the game. Yeah. Until you beat the game. Um, but I still think the open world is something else. Like it really, really is. Like I've never, I and I've played quite a few open world games. I played Skyrim. I've played all the you know quite a few Far Cry, Far Cry games. I have a three and and Blood Dragon and one. six and stuff and like that. Um, Ghost Recon uh, Wildlands and stuff like that. But uh, nothing. Has been as dense, as beautiful, as mysterious, um, or just as beautiful as a Halo ring. Because no matter what, you look in the sky and you have this ring and you got a ship above you that kind of gets lost in the atmosphere. Um, and it really is. I, I, three or four they fucking nailed it. And it's not... It doesn't waste its time with open-worldly things that I fucking hate. Like a cooking system or a base
0: building system. Um, I think like maybe like spending points to build a better armory would have been kinda cool, like maybe like a marine hut. But nothing like super crazy. For instance It like, kinda has that
1: though. It's got your it's got of. your
0: points. Yeah, yeah it's got your points. And you upgrade your marines. But I mean I would have loved to make like a like a little marine like base like where it's like They've got their like headquarters and stuff like that, like a gen- like a genuine like UNSC building, which I'm see I'm sure which we'll see in the future.
1: I get, I get what you say. Uh, yeah, I definitely get that.
0: I don't know. I th- I just like the little outposts. I love the outposts. Like definitely don't get me wrong. And I love are cool. I
1: love that it doesn't waste my time with shit.
0: Um, I just like I just like that we don't have to do side quests that are pointless. Just no, for XD all the
1: rant. side stuff, all of the side stuff is worth. Leads it. back into the campaign. All the things you discover. like all the little ring ancient ring things you discover all of the the audio stuff the the little multiplayer skins you unlock and all that whatnot it all adds to the game it does like take it from somebody who only played who only uh, just like destroyed one or two of those uh, those banished uh, high base things and a couple of fobs in their first playthrough and then decided just to run through the campaign. I, on Heroic, I only like completed 35% of the whole game, most of it just being the game, like the story itself, and I still fe- felt like 100% I, I, I did great in this game. My second playthrough, I'm like 45% complete, and I'm only on... I just completed one-third of the main campaign. So I've got two full-thirds of the game left to play. Um, and I, To me, I just think that's fucking awesome, and I've never felt, when I was doing this, I've... I've ran through everything in the open world up until the point I'm at. And I've never felt like, oh, this is all extra, this doesn't add anything. I've I've felt like, no, everything I'm doing, it's unlocking more of the story for me. It's expanding my understanding of this game. And I think more games need to do the Halo Infinite thing. Yeah, I agree. You know? Don't waste the player's time, but you everything you have adds to their experience instead of just being side quests, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Halo Infinite
1: doesn't have side quests. They have quests on the side that lead back into the main story. So they're not side quests. They're just like alternative quests, I guess. At least from my perspective. That's, yeah, that's no, I,
0: I totally agree because if you actually do those, you actually do get stronger. You get better you do. stuff. So it makes it worth your time. And then if you like story... Um, then it is so worth it to collect each and every single one of those audio logs.
1: No, it, it, it seriously is. I mean, the story you get out of it. I mean, the from all of the little ring things, those help explain the legendary ending. Um, oh,
0: I gotta go collect more then.
1: And no, seriously, like seriously, seriously, holy fuck! I'm still
0: gonna collect them regardless. But now I'm like, that's probably gonna be the first thing. No, to find seriously,
1: now. seriously, dude, like. Oh my god, yeah, it's it's insane. And, you know, I'm looking at the <laughs> the opening stuff. I mean, you've got, like, Worship Group you got Foundation and Output Terminus. Then it happens all before technically the open world opens up. Then you got the Tower and Excavation sites, which are basically two boss battles that are pretty difficult. But they all happen basically in the open world. You go inside of a thing, you do the thing, you fight the boss, and you get out. And, of course, looking at everything, like, the rest of the campaign after that, it is it get, it just gets deeper. I remember last week, or last podcast, at least, I was talking about how, you know, you got your, your surface level, and then it goes down.
0: Yes, the iceberg.
1: Deeper. I feel like the iceberg, it starts deep, it goes up, it goes to your surface level, and then in the first act, through the excavation site, and then after excavation site... You just go down, 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 just down, tank. down, and to the very end, and it goes deeper than any Halo game has ever gone. At least I, I personally feel that way.
0: Dude, I could kind of tell that when they brought up John's past. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, here we go. This they're is going to be a very big bringing up John's past.
1: They're bringing up stuff in the future that we've never seen before. Um, oh, how do you pronounce it? It's uh, the Endless... Um, I mean the Edelus story arc is pretty insane. Um They have a lot of
0: things going great for themselves.
1: Oh they do, and they got that all that you got the the xylenin, I think that's how you pronounce it, which is basically uh excuse me, the Harbinger species, which is basically an offspring of the flood slash offspring of the precursors, which is um terrifying terrifying when you figure out like the, the the foreigners are trying to bury all of that and stuff um but john one thing i want to talk about a little bit is kind of the the boss fights that we experience through the game um and, and quite a bit of them are in the open world and some of them are easier than others and some of them are uh quite difficult especially during the end of the game. Yes. Um, Of course, you got the HVTs, the high-value targets. Like Two of them are grunts, at least. Which are amazing. Which, those are my favorite, even though they're kind of, like, obviously, a grunt boss isn't going to be that bad. But the lore behind the grunts and stuff, oh, so funny. Thanks for
0: finally giving me a dangerous grunt.
1: Dude, seriously, I love it. I love it. Um, you so see, you got the grunts, you got these brutes, you got these elites and they're all just like these fucking badasses that you can go find on the side. You get really unique weapons out of it. The, uh, the beam rifle, I can't remember, but you get a beam rifle from an elite, uh, a special beam rifle. I don't remember exactly what it's called, but it's like the most OP weapon in the game. And then what if the grunts gives you uh what, what is it? It's a, uh, you were telling
0: me about it. The name the disruptor. Yes, the, the Disruptor. The Disruptor is, OP is as fuck. fucking OP. When I picked it up, I was like, I can't be that good. Two shots to a brute and kills him. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> All right.
1: And then, of course, I was uh, on the excavation site. There's that boss battle with the brute, the gold brute, chieftain. And I had that... um, <laughs> I had the... um,
0: That sentinel beam.
1: The bream, the bream rifle. Yeah, the sentinel beam. And, dude, I just melted that fucker. I didn't even need to reload it. It was just... Was it one
0: try or how many tries did you do?
1: I mean, it took me like four tries to figure out how to do it. But once I figured out that the beam rifle melted shields and his health, it was all over. Because I did it and I was like, oh, that melted his shields too. Because I was using a plasma gun on the side to try to break down his shields. No, it melts his shields and it melts his health. It like took three reloads of mine. Was that how you go pick up more ammo? that's and amazing he was he was dead dude it was fucking awesome
0: dude <laughs> that makes it so much better because like i used the disruptor and i died maybe five or six times because um, i kept trying to switch between that like awesome mauler but then i found out oh if i just use this it just messes with, with him so like i just shoot him then like by the time he's trying to do the hammer on me i just grapple shot the ceiling and drop back to the other side and turn around and by the time that happens i'm already done reloading and i just shoot him again dude hell yeah
1: Dude, have you figured out the best way to use the grapple, the to gain the most uh, distance? You um, you just whip around. Kind of. That's that's one of them. That's the second best. That's my second best. But the first best is to sprint, get the full speed sprint, you grapple, and then you it takes you there. Once you hit the ground, you slide and then you jump.
0: Oh yeah! And of it course. will
1: take you so far and that's how I take down the bosses cuz they got to catch up so I'm like unloading on them so and get close, and I do the same thing throw down a shield or whatever and then it's just uh the grapple shot dude oh my god <laughs> it's so great
0: it's op especially when you get the the slam yes that
1: oh is i fully insane. i fully upgraded on my legendary playthrough that I'm doing now I fully upgraded my shields and my grapple hook and I feel like a god me too. I haven't even unlocked the thrust yet, um, or the uh, or the shield.
0: The shield, yeah.
1: I haven't unlocked any of those yet. I've got the the uh, the threat sensor, which
0: I haven't upgraded at all yet, but I need to upgrade. Mine is almost. I, I think mine is either upgraded all the way or almost. Um, basically, I just have to get. Uh, let's see. It's like it's. I remember how many you have to have per thing because I remember that's so that's twelve because you have to have two threes per thing. And mm. then there's, I believe, one, two, right?
1: I think so. No,
0: I think there's also a one. Yeah. So it's so like a one, then it's a two. That's two. Then it's a three, 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 four, six. Think. So something like um, that. I need, so that's 24. No, that's 12 plus six. I need 18 more cores, and I have everything fully upgraded.
1: Holy fuck. And th- that's the thing. So there's actually more cores in Halo Infinite than there are to unlock. There's like three extra ones. Oh, so they're hiding probably the hitting at world. more. Yeah, hiding in the open world because you can't... Because some of them, they come up a little bit early and you don't necessarily think to unlock them and they want to make sure you have the chance to unlock everything. So you actually can, even if you miss it in a main campaign mission, you can find them in the open world and they still have three left over for like the campaign DLC or whatever.
0: Pretty That's cool. awesome. Pretty cool. I already um, wonder when the next DLC is going to be. I'm like, damn, not for a while. I'm, gonna,
1: I'm actually going to talk about that a little bit because it might not be as far as we think.
0: Yeah? Huh. I
1: Don't, yeah, I. it might only be like less than a year away. I'll be honest with you. And I'll talk about that through the end. Um, but one thing I did want to talk about, um, you know, kind of, kind of part of the open world is kind of the graphics as well. Like, the yeah. way the lighting works, the way the uh, the textures work. Um, different guns will have, like, different textures and stuff. Some guns are cleaner than others. Um, Dude, the,
0: the weapon skins in the campaign with the white.
1: Oh, yeah, the upgraded up weapon skins. And the fact that you can unlock skins and stuff for multiplayer in the campaign. Is pretty and awesome. not only that, like, the stances and everything, I feel like they're better than anything in the store is right now.
0: I can agree with like that.
1: Like the, gr- like, the red skin for your multiplayer uh, Mark VII is, uh, yeah, it's it's top tier. Um, on top of that, like, some of the stances, I think the stances in it are cooler than uh, anything that you can get, like, unlocked through the battle pass right now or even buy. Like, one of them, like, for my, my Spartan, it's, like, when he's, like, he's got the assault rifle, and mine's a gold assault rifle. And he's looking over his shoulder being a badass and of course with my character I've got like the the cuz I'm at like a 96 now. So I've got my shoulder braces are on fire. I'm one rank away from the the helmet fire. But right now I That's you know so it looks sick, so it, like it looks so badass. But the best like the best poses are uh-huh. through the campaign. Dude, at least I
0: think so. Um, I got the Olympian stance and that looks just incredible. Um I can't wait to unlock more. Uh, since now, I'm actually going through and collecting every armor core. Um, yep, I actually do, do. want to see what else I've unlocked. Um, I actually had this weird, really weird issue where I unlocked them, but I didn't have anything. So I, yep. I was looking, and... I was online, and actually, um, my game did act weird when I uh, tried doing Quick uh, quick Resume. So every time I close out um, and reopen it and then try to reload it, and I didn't have my stuff for a while. Um, But now, um, after actually resetting my second time playthrough, I actually do have that stuff. Um, Actually, everything that I unlocked initially. Because some things, I was like, I definitely haven't unlocked that. I haven't been there yet. So the fact that I already have that unlocked is... Very good. <laughs> very good very good very
1: yes, good that is a known issue by the way like if you guys run into that um three there are trying to get a fix for that and they will make sure you get that stuff like if you complete the whole game 100 percent, everything and you don't have anything i think you're your gonna fix
0: achievements too is that right yeah
1: fix that and yeah some of the achievements are a little <laughs> bit late um yeah like i'm replaying it and i'm getting like achievements for the first time for killing such boss or whatever i'm like uh this is my second playthrough. Yeah, but. me. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't, I mean, it's whatever. There was um, one that
0: was like, congratulations, you collected your first core. And I'm like halfway done, like filling up all the other ones. And I was like, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think the same thing happened to me. So it is a known issue, but no matter what you will, like, if you've only completed the campaign once, but you've done all of that, you will get everything here, like in the next week. Yeah, I wasn't worried about it. I was like, they already know about it. Like, yeah, that's yeah, all good. Yeah, and they've addressed it, so that is something important. Um, But yeah, and you know, uh, and I I want to reiterate because this is not something that happens with open world games for me. Uh, Open world games are very, very hard for me to get into. So one thing I'll do with open world games is I will go from objective to objective and not explore at all. I just boom, 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 finish going to the next mission. In Halo Infinite, it's not that at all. Like, I will, like... Go to this top of this peak to where this mission is, and on the way I will explore like four to five. It's like different ADHD. Things. It is, and, and I. It's only because of that because Halo's gameplay is so good, the rewards you get are so good, the the balance for legendary and everything is is damn near perfected. Yeah, um, and I feel like I'm always getting something out of everything I do, so I I got to give praise to that because most open world games I don't care to do that. And it's not just because it's Halo, because that doesn't change anything, but it's just because I feel rewarded for everything I do in the campaign.
0: It it It's worth your while. Most open worlds, I feel like they just, like I said, it's more of like a get XP just to get to the next level, just to get to the next arena. No, here, it's like, yeah, you could beat the game without any of this stuff. Like, if, if you're, you're a d- good player, you can do you it. You can. You can. But... Yeah um honestly i feel like you just need to grapple um upgrade the grapple shot to at least the third level because then you have the quicker recharge plus the slam um yeah. and then i fully recommend upgrading your shields all the way everything else is just like don't you don't even have to bother um but upgrading all of that makes gameplay so much more fun um yeah especially when it comes to like just just like either it's sliding or like trying to figure out where enemies are at that's helped me with like mini bosses mm-hmm. um just using the target location, where it's like you can kind of use that field. Um, being able to see where they're at behind things, so I can kind of keep moving around them. So that way I can recharge my shields.
1: Yeah, and honestly, my first playthrough, I didn't have any of them fully upgraded. I forgot about shields, so I only upgraded that once on heroic. I only upgraded up to the the, the Spartan Slam on Grapple Hook.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I upgraded the uh, the the thrust twice. And then the other two only one time. Yeah. And truly so. I saw somebody who beat the game on Legendary in 50 minutes.
0: In 50 minutes?
1: I don't know how he did it. But apparently what you could do is you could skip a lot of it with your grapple shot. And just fucking get to the bosses. Once you learn how to take them down, you're very efficient. Get through the whole game like that. Skip the cutscenes. Get through 50 minutes. Uh And apparently that's the thing. I mean, that's one of the things I really liked about Halo Infinite is that you... Unlike Far Cry 6 or a lot of other open worlds, you don't need to participate in the open world. Yeah. You just go from objective to objective, and you're still, you, unless you're playing a legendary, you're still very well equipped to deal with everything.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah.
1: yeah no, I, th- I think 100%. And that's what I really appreciated. But, of course, I think you get so much more out of it when you're playing uh, the open world. Like, I've gotten so much shit just from the first couple fobs, you know, the first six fobs or so. Uh, and I'm only one-third through the game, and I've unlocked so much shit. You know, like I mentioned, I, I already up, fully upgraded my my uh, grapple shot. I fully upgraded my shields. I've done, like, two upgrades to my, uh, uh, my radar, or what is it? Um, threat sensor. Yeah. And I haven't even unlocked the other ones yet worth it and i'm still doing great and it's just it's just part of the progress and i and i really really appreciate that actually because um, there's a lot of open world games that i just especially like on ubisoft side where i'm like oh yeah it's open world but that doesn't necessarily mean it's a good open world i think halo infants open world is fucking perfected flawless Cause there's always something to find there's always something to do You're never bored for too long because eventually you're going to find something. And I've only gone like 10 minutes of maybe 10 minutes of walking and grappling around before I find something interesting.
0: And that's not even including Easter eggs.
1: Not at all. Not at all. And you find like a little tower, a little propaganda tower, and you hear the grunts talking through it. You sit there for five minutes and you listen to the
0: funniest shit you've ever listened to dude it's so good like i really feel like they just went into a room and they're just like all right guys shit post
1: dude i swear to god they have a whole team of shit posters who are doing the grunt i can't
0: wait to do my second uh my second legendary playthrough um because uh usually i do uh heroic legendary than normal but i'm gonna skip it and just do legendary again and i'm gonna have the i would have been your daddy's school turned on just Dude, to see what else wait. they see, say, because apparently this shit is so much funnier. Yeah,
1: because my goal is to unlock like, all my skulls for this playthrough. So my next pre- my, my next playthrough, which is probably going to be normal, I can have all that shit going. I can complete a lasso. Uh, not yeah. lasso, because that's legendary, but, uh, you know, complete a campaign with, like, some of the skulls on and stuff. Like, blind on, too, so I can take good screenshots and whatever. Yeah, I need Still to get blind. haven't blind, blind yet. The most important one to me, which is also the hardest skull to unlock, is the Grunt Birthday Party Skull. And I'm like, oh my god. Oh, is it the, the hardest missions. to unlock? It is. Basically what you have to do is you gotta go. It's one of like the last missions too. You gotta you gotta so you pay attention. Up. Yeah, so you gotta watch Hidden Experience video because he does a very good, job of, very good job of explaining it. You gotta jump up, you gotta grab a power sheet, go to the other side, you gotta grab another power seed. You jump into this area that's hidden, and there's like Several invisible elites with energy swords that try to uh, ambush you as you grab the skull. Yeah, it's hard. Um, I'm very nervous. It's like on mission thirteen or something. Dude, bring
0: that electric disruptor. You're gonna stun all of them while you walk up and whack them.
1: Yep, yep. I'll probably do that, or I'll just have. I'll probably actually have my beam rifle because that thing is a merciless god against bosses. Apparently,
0: we should we should rename that God's Jockstrap. <laughs>
1: I agree with you I think that's great God's just
0: <laughs> dude it's fucking amazing um dude um I just want to say how impressed I am with uh, with the graphics
1: the oh my god the graphics of this game holy fuck
0: dude it's so godly
1: dude it is godly like this game. In a year of delay, okay, slightly more than a year, a year and a month, technically. Uh, well, more a year because of the multiplayer, but whatever. Yeah. This game is literally the best-looking game I've ever played.
0: This shit's juicy, my and guy.
1: And don't confuse that with uh, photorealistic, because I don't think the most photorealistic games look the best. I, I I'm think, playing uh, to
0: escape the reality, not go back in.
1: Exactly, and I think Halo Infinite, oh my god. God, it nails it, and the way his hair, uh, the 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 pilot's hair, and his uh his and his beard, beard. yeah, you look in the cutscenes. Oh my god! I wish I had that kind of beard,
0: <laughs> dude. You and I are both getting there. We're obviously, getting there uh, eventually. Obviously, you guys can't see us on video, but both of us are just kind of like moving side. No shave I'd November,
1: like or... more like no shave twenty twenty one through twenty twenty two.
0: Then there's me, no shave never. <laughs>
1: I want to be part of that. No shave ever, no shave never. I love it.
0: Oh my god, dude! I was telling them about that my friend. Uh, he can't grow facial hair, <laughs> and he's like, "Bro, my nuts look like Chewbacca." <laughs> ah! And I was like, oh, <laughs> what the fuck?"
1: I'm scared. I'm scarred forever, John. Well, well, I, I thought it was done. funny. <laughs> no,
0: I'm. I'm just fucking with you. I th- <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, dude. Um. Uh. But uh, just the main story, just how it was all put together, the everything about it.
1: Let's let's talk about the main story actually for a bit because I think Halo and this I don't know if this is a unpopular opinion and I just generally don't give a fuck if it is. Yeah, I think Halo Infinite is the best written Halo game there's ever been. Arguably, arguably correct. Like I, especially character wise. Yes. Man, because there's a moment where I I broke, like, broke down into tears like four or five times in this game. I,
0: I cried a good amount. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. There's this. There's this moment between the Master Chief and uh, uh, Echo Two Sixteen, where he like Echo Two Sixteen just breaks the fuck down.
0: Echo Two Sixteen broke down. I was like, and he's not even a pilot.
1: He's a volunteer engineer who stole the pelican
0: because he was afraid yeah he was he's like i'm a thief
1: and then master chief he breaks down too he's like i've failed too you know he's like i've made mistakes and stuff i've failed i'm the reason we're in this mess and that relationship for me is dude so good
0: the one that got me so hard was um it's during it's during gameplay and the weapon like it's already like a touchy subject because it's the last piece of the game and the weapon is talking to um john and she's like is it okay that we're here and he's like
1: or yeah he's like are you okay she's like are you okay yeah he's she
0: was like are you okay and he's like no I'm not,
1: and that hit, dude. dude I was dude, like, "Whoa!" Hearing
0: Chief say that he's not okay, fucking hurt. Like, I didn't. I played this game because I knew there was gonna be pain. God damn! I needed to like like find a self help book after that. Dude. I Holy know. Holy shit! It's like no, Chief, no, dude. When he said that, I was like, bro, literally don't.
1: I. <laughs> uh, it was deep, dude. It was. It, it was, was deep. So it was really good. deep. And of course, the, the 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 ending when you figure out that you know Cortana's been dead, she Ugh. sacrificed herself because Atriox was going to use her for like evil things and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. whatnot. And mm-hmm. of course, Atriox survives. The whole game we're thinking Atriox is dead, but of course, Atriox.
0: Dude, lives. his face is all fucked up, and I was like, holy shit!
1: Yeah, he's like two face and shit. But yeah, she did. She, Cortana's the reason the the she just the deleted. Halo ring got. It, you know, was destroyed. That section of it was destroyed. She did that. She sacrificed herself, and then she gave like her power and and, and stuff like that to court uh, to the weapon, um, and the knowledge to the weapon of things she might need. Oh man, I, for me, I was like, man, man, this this isn't fair. This is deeper than I thought this game was ever gonna go.
0: It's like that kid sliding meme where it shows him like having fun going down the slide, then he realizes the slide is way too big for him, and then like Dude. he like turns and like is low-key crying.
1: And That's of course there's was. that Oh my god, that there's that and then of course the post final battle scene scene where Chief guy gets he doesn't get his final words, Cortana, but he hears her final words or she you know, she's trying to redeem herself for
0: what she did in Halo Five and stuff. Oh my Dude, god. Dude Holy shit, when another thing that hit me hard was, um, when the weapon was just like, this is where she, and then she was like, destroyed the ring. Cause like, yep. that's where she died.
1: And she destroyed the ring, which I think is a great revelation. Dude. And the fact that she, um, she destroyed the banished home world. And I was like, dude, what? Yeah. I was like, no wonder they're fucking pissed. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, the Guardians just got 100 times cooler. they could destroy a planet. Oh my god, they destroyed that. I'm like, no wonder. And I bet you, you know, I'm not even against the fact that you might work with the Banished against the Harbinger and the Endless.
0: Yeah, dude. In the
1: next campaign. Because that just
0: fucked up. Dude, when I found out they destroyed the brute homeworld, I was like... <gasps>
1: <laughs> like, no wonder the Banished hate humanity, because they blame humanity for creating Cortana. Yeah. And that's why... I could definitely see Master Chief working with the Banished. Working maybe Dude, even with Atrium. Halo 3 moment, Halo 3 moment, Halo 3 moment. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I get so excited Dude, for this.
0: So um, I was talking about this live um, live stream that I saw earlier with, um, with Steve Downs in it. And he said, if you're a huge fan of Halo 2 and 3, this will be your game. And I was like, and he's like, which is mostly everyone. And I was like, when he said that, I was like, oh, my God, and yes. And it
1: is... Because you get so much from Halo 2. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I think you get so much from all three original games. I mean, a lot of Halo CE, but you get a significant amount from Halo 2. Yes. And then you definitely get those moments from Halo 3 as well. But I think Halo 2 is the surprise, like, glowing factor because you got the music from Halo 2. And you just You've got these deep four-runner sections that you have with the Arbiter in Halo 2. That were only in Halo 2 out of the games. And a lot of that is in the campaign. And again, you get specific soundtracks from Halo 2, especially the ending of the game, which has the Halo 2 theme as like, oh my
0: god. So good, dude. Bliss. bliss. Bliss, my friend. This game was bliss, and it really was. And the fact that I'm replaying it and I'm like itching to replay it already again right now is
1: tough <laughs> dude just i like I'm, I'm like i'm like a third three i'm like man that opening was so good i want to play it again like, dude. the opening is so fucking good
0: and it's i love really when good. it
1: focuses in and the forerunner stuff and you're inside of the broken ring oh
0: it's and really good it's
1: bro it's, we got to talk about the harbinger a little bit though
0: we have to uh um, yeah, but harbinger? i do want to say real quick before we yeah. jump to it i love that um echo 216's name is fernando
1: not just Fernando, but this is a name I probably would have given to him were I the writer. His name, his full name. Let me find it. I, I wrote it down here. Uh. See, let me find it. What is it? Fernando. Um, God, what is his name? I'm sorry, John. I can't find it. Let's see one sec. Yeah, Fernando Esparza. I love it.
0: Dude, the name, I was freaking out when, I, when he's like, I love that like Cortana. I can't say Cortana. Like, well, I can say Cortana. But it's, it's, Cortana it's Cortana. It's both. Yeah. I'm like, Ugh! um, was just like, you know, after all of this, we haven't even gotten your name. And I was like,
1: <laughs> and it's Fernando Esparza, there. dude.
0: Fernando Esparza is the, oh, I love that name. What a I jam. love that
1: name. Esparza is such a cool last name, and I dude, love that it's not your—it's ne- not like James or Jim or whatever.
0: It's dude, like I was like Hispanic representation as a Hispanic myself. I was like, this is f- a fucking W, dude. Absolutely.
1: Oh my god, I love I love his character. By the way, I love his character arc. He starts off very skeptical. He he gets very emotional And by the end of the game. He is he like is
0: stronger, one hundred
1: percent behind Chief. Feel he's it with him
0: you feel it and you see it and you 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 see that difference and it's so good
1: and there's that moment when jeg is like behind him in the pelican stabbing his uh his his pelican
0: and i was dude i was freaking
1: out like don't you touch my pilot
0: as soon as that happened because like i was getting kind of annoyed with him at that point and then that happens and i was like no
1: like i will fucking kill you why and you go to fight Jeghat, you got his little thing on the floor with his family. I'm like, you better not lay the fucking
0: paw dude, on my pilot, dude. With the fucking family chip on the ground. And, I, like, because we saw that in the beginning the the, the thing, because obviously yeah. it's, like, Chief didn't actually see that. But us as the player picking it up, I was like, I swear to God, if the pilot is fucking dead, I'm going to raise some hell. Dude, and thankfully, but man,
1: Eshra pissed me off too because he was—he had that shielding that torture. To yeah. Oh, dude, that was rough, and I—I I made sure not to shoot him at all during
0: that, because I'm and like it's so hard. Because when he doesn't back off, the only way to get him back off is to stun him. So you gotta use that grappling hook like a mad motherfucker. Yeah, you gotta pull he's up quick. those little
1: things on the side, and he's—he's he's a tough boss battle. But man, that Jega. Boss battle
0: was so... I just want to say, I love that the boss battles are very much reminiscent of uh, Tartarus from Halo 2. They are. Very. Better. They're, oh, so much better.
1: And they shit on Halo
0: 5's bosses. I mean,
1: they fucking piss on Warden Eternal.
0: Yes. Which I actually... back in at all. I kind of want to see Warden return at least once.
1: You know, it's interesting because a lot of people have made connections between Warden's design and the Endless... AKA the Harbinger.
0: You just unlocked something that I didn't realize could be unlocked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what did I unlock?
0: John? I just realized that design. I was like
1: But I don't know I don't know if I followed by anyway and I don't care, but I think because she's uh, the Harbinger is a Zylin uh Zy- Zylandin, I think is how you pronounce it, slash the endless. Yeah. And I wanna talk that by that a little bit later because they are the new fucking threat. And they oh. are
0: Hair. I just want to say um, when they when Cortana said, "You know, there are worse things um, than the flood on this ring." I was I like, like, "Bet!" I was like, huh, "What?" <laughs> I was like, like, "Worse things than the flood, and the flood is the reason why the rings exist." So dude. you're telling me that there's something worse than why the reasons of these rings exist. <laughs>
1: Yeah, the endless, bro. Let me tell you right now. I, and this is some from research I did. And and uh, again, thanks to Hidden Experia for kind of showing off some. Dude, stuff. I hope
0: we can get a, do a podcast of the them. The
1: endless are immune to the Halo rings. Apparently, they're immune to the Halo rings. They're
0: immune to the, and Halo that's rings. why
1: that's why they're locked on the Hazeta Halo. And that's why they have those little spires that we thought were the Palace of Pains. They're not actually. They're, they're actually. Yeah, and, and they're made to rebuild the ring to encapsulate them, to make sure they never escape. Oh,
0: my God. Like, these guys God. are bad
1: fucking news. And the final boss, by the way, the final boss of Halo Infinite, fucking goated. I love the final boss. I love the arena. I love the dialogue, and I love the battle. Fucking
0: goat, bro fucking goat like that boss battle uh, specifically the last three were just so memorable like i feel like yes. even you know 20 years down the line when i'm 42 uh, 42 <laughs> um 44. Uh, uh, that's gonna be uh nostalgic dude it is it's gonna be nostalgic i, I very think they're comparable
1: to doom eternal bosses because You know me, I think Doom Eternal bosses are the best in the world. Like, Mm -hmm. best in gaming. Mm -hmm. I think they're comparable to Doom Eternal bosses. Very easy. Genuinely.
0: Genuinely, uh, genuinely 100%. Dude, I'm just, like, I'm baffled. And they're all different, too. They're all different. They're all very different,
1: and they all fight different, which I love. Chega was a pain in the ass you had to use that. Um, the Threat Cessors a lot. I just want to uh, say. Eshram was a badass. Fuck
0: the two brutes. Oh, my God. Fuck fucking guys. With the two, what are they called? Junk guns? Yeah,
1: I don't even know what Junk they're called. Junk cannons?
0: Basically. Dude. That I, was the hardest. I, that was so painful. I haven't raged at a game so hard. Like, I was like, because one sits back at, like, a little sniper motherfucker, and then the other dude, like, gets up in your business, and so you got nowhere to run.
1: Yeah, the, I'm not looking forward to that on Legendary. Um, I haven't hit that point yet, oh, and I'm, I'm not just gonna, looking forward I'm to it. I'm just
0: gonna say, you're gonna be lucky if any of your guns that you bring into the thing survives to the end. You'll be very
1: lucky. I'm bringing my Sentinel Beam, bro. I'm gonna make them wish they
0: were dead. I hope that you can make it last. I'm just I hope, say because...
1: That. That boss fight on heroic was it? Cause I entered that and I wasn't even prepared. I was basically out of ammo.
0: Legendary, legendary, out of ammo on everything.
1: Oh, dude, I'm gonna go in there. I'm gonna make sure I go to a fob first, and then I mount up. I'm gonna give my. I'm gonna give um, one of the white uh, uh, spear guns. What's the name of them again? Um, skewer. Skewer. I'm gonna wide skewer into a marine, and the rest of the marines, I'm gonna hook up with the white uh, sentinel beams. I'm gonna grab a Sentinel Beam and a white uh, <laughs> one myself. <laughs> yeah, and drive a um, and and go to that boss battle mm. inside of a uh, a not Warthog, a uh, Razorback, just like I did with the, that. Uh, uh, what is it? Not the uh, what is it? Give me a sec. Um, hold on. The excavation site. And I'm gonna make them just fucking rip and tear until tell. I'm gonna park in the center, let them do their thing, and I'm just gonna finish them off with it, dude. Because those that boss fight was such a pain, but I, I loved it. But it was a pain in the
0: dick, dude. Dude, dude yeah, literal literal term of cock thistle, dude. It hurt <laughs> so bad. I was so so enraged. But um, honestly, when you beat them. You feel so rewarded, and you feel like Master Chief. You feel like John 117.
1: On that topic, I I do want to say this as well. I have never felt like such a fucking badass Spartan as I have in Halo Infinite. I agree.
0: Not in Halo 5,
1: not in Halo 3, not in Halo 2, not in Halo Combat Evolved. I have never felt this badass as a Spartan.
0: I have never felt so close to Chief as now.
1: Yeah, like, I have seriously. never felt
0: so much like the Master Chief like I do now I feel, because you can do so much.
1: I feel so badass. Even though I haven't unlocked the second two things on my Legendary playthrough, I feel like a god.
0: <laughs> Dude, wait until you I feel get... Like it,
1: I feel like Doom Slayer if he was the Master Chief.
0: Dude, once you get Thruster, I'm like, it plays like Doom.
1: Seriously, and then uh, you gotta unlock the double Thruster. I'm trying to get that before I go face the Hunters because I'm... The hunters, man. I am excited for those. I love the hunters in this game. More specifically, I love the banished hunters, the red ones. Because once oh, you knock the health hel- like halfway down, they go berserk. The normal ones, you kill one and then the other one goes berserk. But once you get halfway on any of them, they both go berserk.
0: Yes, yeah, so you want to focus on one.
1: I I love that, dude. Chef's kiss. I love that. A lot of people so, don't so. like that. Mm. I don't care. I think it is the I just, greatest I hunter just, design.
0: The the thing is, nostalgia is such a bitch because everyone just like wants the same, same old, same old. But I'm like, finally a hunter that I feel like I don't know how to kill. Because as soon as you know how to kill them in any of the other games, then you just you just walk up to them like boop boop. Bye. They are they're such, not a threat. They're not a threat. They
1: are such pushovers in the other games. Yeah, seriously, not, legendary not included. Yeah, brute chieftains in Halo Three are much harder than brutes, or, or not brutes hunters. Excuse me. Because all you do is you stick them, they blow up, they get stunned for a second, You jump behind, you jump in with a mauler, boom, 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 dead.
0: Or a sniper Halo CE, you
1: jump behind them, two shots with a Halo One pistol. Halo, yeah, Halo Two. I mean, it's basically the same thing. So, well, like, brute shot it, especially.
0: They they actually made it feel like a threat, and I'm excited to get to the red and, ones.
1: Yeah, in Halo 4, you know, you had the Promethean weapons. Boom, 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 dead. In Halo 5, they were actually more of a challenge. Yes. But they were still, a, li- in my opinion, a little too easy to take down. In Halo 5, they were the perfect challenge. They were the perfect difficulty. And that difficulty is hard, and I love it because it made you dread the Hunters.
0: Yeah, it's like, they, the, the in my mind, I'm like, Hunters are supposed to be used sparingly because they're so, like,
1: and they are tough in Halo, 9. and
0: they are yes. They're I think actually they only
1: I only encountered them four or five times on my first playthrough, and they were hard. And I even took down the HVTs, the a high value target. Not someone.
0: to spoil a skull for you, but there is two red hunters that guard a skull.
1: No, I'm aware of it. I watched. Oh, watch, you got that one. No, I I watched it in an experience video. Um, I don't. Ex- I don't consider those spoilers really That's after fair. I complete the main campaign. Uh, I'm just excited to fight them because I'm... Dude, I love the Hunters in this game. Truly. I think they're actually a threat. Oh, yeah. In the other games, I'm like, ah, I mean, they're canon... Excuse me. They're canonly a friend, a threat. Mm-hmm. But I never felt that way in uh, in gameplay until Halo 5. Because uh, in Halo 5, they were more of a threat. They were more defensive. They worked together more. Then in Halo Infinite, oh my
0: God! You, you great. pray not to run into a small room with them.
1: <laughs> what you do near the end of the game, but of course the game gives you enough hard light weapons to deal with them quite easily. And I loved it. I loved it,
0: <laughs> dude. It's it's so good. Um, but yeah, um, I know that you said earlier that um, you had some sp- pretty insane stuff about the. Z- z- Is it I don't know how to pronounce that shit. Z-
1: I think it's Zylin. Let me look at it. Z- <laughs> I X we, we've just been introduced, so it's kinda hard to say, but I, I think it's believed uh z- uh Xylin. Xylin. I, I might I might phone in a friend and ask them. <laughs> I think it's a violin, but Xylin, I think. Let's also get, known as the endless. Let's and get the my, Harbinger.
0: Yeah. Let's get my girlfriend who's really good at pronouncing shit. Hey, Ryan, come here. <laughs> How do you <laughs> podcasters? You're listening to this. Um, how do you pronounce this word? <laughs> <laughs> She's looking at it. <laughs> Zalanin? <laughs> That's what we say. The like <laughs> 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 fucking medication. Yeah, it looks like something for anxiety or something. Oh my! Oh god. my god! <laughs> well, that is quite the opposite because this game caused it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's fucking hilarious, bro. Zaylin, Zaylin, no, Zaylin. He does not make that sound. Zal. Zal. Yeah. <laughs> <It was> Zal. <laughs> I'm, I'm still like a first grader, dude. <laughs> you gotta sound it out. Okay. Z- <laughs> so I feel like because there's a vowel after the L, it's like Zal. Zalen? Zal Anin. I don't know. Zaylin. <laughs> and you're all like tell me sound it out. <laughs> I'm okay. not that smart. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> We're grunts on this podcast.
1: Yeah. Come on. Come on. Come We're on. just grunts on us. Me thinks this. <laughs> we want food nipple.
0: We want. <laughs> By the way, the the how much? I got a grunt audio log where he's just like, "It's been a while since we've had food nipple," <laughs> and I fucking I lost it, dude. I was like, "Dude, I love this." <laughs> Dude,
1: oh my god! I Ugh. seriously,
0: okay. I ba- just want to
1: say, <laughs> Briglard though is fucking based. D- he looks dude, so cool. He, dude,
0: very based. The most based of based.
1: I wish they come out with a, like a figure with him, either in a, Maybe? in um in in uh, series like six figure figures. form or Mega Blocks. I don't care. I'll buy both because he's my second favorite grunt right now.
0: Of what course, if they Yap made Yap a grunt-themed helmet and it was 20 bucks. would you buy it?
1: Dude, tw- 20 bucks. try 200 bucks. <laughs> I would still buy it. I would still buy it. <laughs> oh, my God. John, you don't I understand. Love, hey, you this. don't understand, okay? If it's <laughs> a grunt, anything for any specified price, I'd be like, hey, rent, fuck you. I'm buying hey, rent. this helmet. Fuck you. Suck my dick. I'm not paying rent this month.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Rent can fuck off.
1: <laughs> rent can eat my asshole, dude. <laughs> this this grunt mask right here. Mine.
0: Yes. Mine. Yes.
1: Even if it's a voice changer. Oh my god.
0: If it's a voice changer, dude. What a what a Chad win. Um, I would
1: make so many videos with that. Like you don't even know, brother. Your,
0: snap, your Snapchat story would. Be, I'd
1: make you know, my, I'd that. have my brother, my cosplay brother, help me make a grunt costume for the helmet, and then I would make so many TikToks that it would pay <laughs> off.
0: I love my that you don't college. even have TikTok. I know exactly. <laughs> you would have so many TikToks and pay off your college. Do you even go to college? No, I don't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's how much I would make from it. <laughs>
0: Not, uh, you know, <laughs> you know what, I'm gonna move past that. Um, so <laughs> back to the Xylen? Z- xylon, <laughs> I think I, Zylin? think I generally think
1: it's pronounced because this is how, um, um, uh, Hidden Experia pronounced it. Oh, yeah, uh, let me find it, let me find it because I, I wrote it down and I want to make sure I get it. Um, Xanahalo hello. Xylanin. I think that's how it's pronounced. Xylanin? or some Xylanin. Xylanin? We're gonna do Xylanin for now. I'm sorry.
0: Because I think Nin, like n- like Neon Cat. Like-
1: neon, yeah.
0: Neon Cat, yeah. Xilin? I don't know. Anyways, uh, I, uh, but, uh, you yeah. s- but you but you're saying that you like there's something big with them. What was that?
1: It comes with the legendary ending, John.
0: Oh, don't spoil it. Um, don't spoil it for me. Not I'm yet, not, not
1: yet. going to spoil it. I was going to talk about it, but knowing that you haven't seen it, I'm not going to talk about it this episode. We Perfect. will talk about it maybe next episode. But let me tell you this, John. Um, There has been a leak Um, because uh, Microsoft oh, okay. w- or 343 has gone through and they've made a, like a, a... It's a legal thing. I can't remember what it's called, but basically... Um. The next DLC is called Halo: The Endless, or Halo Infinite: The Endless. And let's just say the Xylin, the Harbinger, is a Xylinan. And let's just say um, they are part Flood, part, part precursor, because they say the same lines and stuff. Because the Flood are the precursors, and I think they're part precursor. Um and she has the um the reclaimer symbol on her helmet. I think that she might be the true holder of the mantle of responsibility. Unlike humanity, like the series has made us think so far.
0: Oh my God! So and you now, think we're at to that fight? That does fight for
1: not it? that does not spoil the legendary ending. But okay, I will tell you this. The legendary ending is so based within the deep lore of Halo, John? Fuck, I wanna that, play. <laughs> dude. I'm going to scream. In fact, John, are we at the point that maybe we could talk about the ending a little bit?
0: Yes. Let's go ahead and go over that and then we'll we'll call it a wrap. Right, what do you think? Because here's the
1: thing, because you know, uh, you you finish the boss, you kill the Harbinger, and mm-hmm. and the yeah. whole um, what is it called? Let me pull up the name. I'm sorry. Um
0: it's, it's, it's silent
1: auditorium. <laughs> the silent auditorium. It collapses on itself, but a random portal shoots up. And the I'm not going to talk about the portal or who I think did it because that'll come later. Um, but the Master Chief jumps in it, and he's he's in there for apparently. Three days,
0: but to them it felt instant
1: for him, it's instant, but for the pilot, it was three days, and of course, he was word sick. Um, wow, um, god, how do I say this without? I'm not going to talk about anything to do with the legendary ending, but I will say this I think that because he's in the desert at the end with those little ring things. I think that's a that's where we were going to be in the next DLC is in more of a desert Halo Infinite level
0: Mm. because Mm. what
1: I've discovered is that like two thirds of the game was cut because of time constraints, Mm. and one of the cutscenes that we've seen in the last year's trailer where you had like we thought was the Mendicant Biulet with the three dots in his helmet—it's the opposite direction.
0: It's Oh, so do you I'm think not it's gonna offensive tell you.
1: bias? Uh, maybe, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to tell you until you complete the legendary ending. I will it, text you
0: when I complete the legendary ending.
1: It's something further. What? And, yes, I think that's where. How? But truly, <laughs> I will tell you. But the um, endless... <laughs> the DLC, apparently that's the name of it from what the leaks have shown. It's not really a link leak, really, but... Um, but yeah, we've had that cutscene in that. Of course, it's been delayed. It's probably going to be the next DLC, which I think is fine. I think the pacing of the main campaign was great. Perfect. But I feel like you could have like even gone further with it, too, if you wanted to. hmm Um, I can't talk about too much else as far as what I'm aware of. John, once you complete that, message me and we'll talk about it on maybe even the next podcast of The Legendary Ending because it's massive. I think it's a game changer and in fact, I think we're going to get it by fall 2022. If they delayed that amount, they cut that amount, I don't think they're dropping on the cutting room floor. I think they're just going to extend the campaign to that for 2022. And I think we're going to get Excuse me. Even more um, uh, lore going in. I think we're gonna get a mm, whole okay. new massive open world section based in the desert of Halo Infinite. Yes, whereas I know I'm excited. I I'm really I hope they have a uh, snow, very very snowy for DLC two. But
0: still, you a slut? You a you you a hoe for snow? TJ.
1: I am a hoe for I'm a dirty fucking slut for snow. Okay. You know <laughs> All right. All right. I'm just going to say I'm a, I'm a slut. I'm a fucking whore slut for snow missions, okay? Based. What do you, what do you say? What do you say, babe?
0: I say based to that, good sir. Based. 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 Well, um, damn, should we should we call it a wrap then? Yeah, I think, um, because we're going to do more spoiler discussions once yes.
1: we figure out more. Um, yes. but I think so far, John, I want to, before we wrap up, John. Okay. I want to know your full thoughts because you've completed the campaign. I just want to know your thoughts on the game so far.
0: Um, I, Like I said, I think that this has been the best Halo that's been released. Uh, my favorite has been Halo 2 for a very long time, 17 years to be exact. So um, the fact that this just ripped the crown away from its head is amazing and it is a lot of fun. The gameplay, down to the lore, down to the audio, um, even the footsteps in echoes of hallways sound very realistic. Um, the gunplay is untouchable, and I can't wait till we get the next update um, or DLC in this matter because uh, we're gonna get more weapons for sure. So I'm excited. It's been it's yep. really good, and I'm probably gonna replay it probably at least six more times. <laughs>
1: I'm right there with you, brother. I think... Um, now, look, it's really easy to say a new game is your favorite game, blah, 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 because it's new. But genuinely, I mean, I'm on my second playthrough right now. I, I spent 10 hours on the main campaign. I'm eight hours into my second playthrough, and I'm only one third through it with 45% complete, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, I, I mean, I love the other games. Don't get me wrong. I love every other game. I think Halo 5 was underrated. I think it was pretty good. Halo 4 had masterful writing. Halo 2 had masterful writing. Halo and 3, a little more dumbed down, but I think we're very, very strong regardless of what you say. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I think Halo Infinite is the best game so far. Took the by. Uh, <clears throat> I mean the boss battles. We didn't even talk about the Sentinel boss battles, which, by the way, I think the Sentinel stuff and the monitor stuff in Halo Infinite are the best parts of the game. That's what I love the most about uh, Halo 2 were the two missions where you played as the Arbiter, but you mostly fought Sentinels and a little bit of Flood. Yes. I I felt that return in Halo Infinite. No, you didn't fight the Flood, but you fought mostly Sentinels for a good... (coughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> For a good chunk of time, excuse me. And um, no. Generally, I think uh, I think Halo Infinite at this point is my all-time favorite game. Now, of Easy. course, give me a few months to fully let it digest. Of course, you know we'll figure that out later. But at this moment of time, I don't care. Look, guys, I generally don't give a fidgety f- 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 fucked if it's if it's considered um the honeymoon phase. I don't care if it's just because it's a new Halo game. I don't give a fuck. If it's, you know, as of uh, December 14th slash 15th, 2021, Halo Infinite is my all-time favorite Halo game, both campaign and multiplayer. I Across concur. the board. Everything else Across the slow. board. I Even with some of the slight flaws with the, the store s- system and the challenge system, which I think has been... The stores, the the uh, challenge system has been drastically improved. Yes. Even today, um, I think Halo Infinite is my favorite Halo game. And... I agree.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I totally agree. I think that it's uh the best, and especially Excuse because me. they they're putting a lot more. You know, I feel like there's a lot of effort going into it.
1: There's so much effort. Excuse me, I I'm getting over a cold. Um, You're good. <laughs> but, no, seriously. No, seriously. I think this game is so good. Um, now, the next episode that we're doing with Noble Core, of course, is going to be a little bit... Uh, you know, it's going to be spoiler-free. We're going to give ourselves some time to complete the game, kind of complete more stuff, get better understanding of the story. Yes. Um, so, just be aware of that. Now, I'm not sure if we release this first or the spoiler-free version first. Um. But it doesn't matter. Uh, if you're listening to this right now, you've already completed the campaign. You're already aware of the spoilers. Um, but we will just do um, kind of a spoiler-free one here later this week. Yes. And um, we'll even, uh, I think,
0: because uh, we're seeing Spider-Man: Far From
1: No Way Home. Actually, No Way Home. No this way. This week too, yep. we'll talk about that as well. So, I mean, come on, we're nerds. Whatever.
0: <laughs> we've got we've got a lot of nerdy shit to talk about. That's just who we are.
1: We sure do, and then after this podcast, I'm actually introducing my cousin, who's a massive Destiny fan, massive Destiny player, to Halo Infinite, and I'm I'm genuinely hoping he loves it and he'll give the story a chance. Now that said, I might also go go purchase the uh, the 30th anniversary pack for Bungie in uh, in Destiny, which actually comes with the Halo Battle Rifle and Halo uh, Pistol. As well as a bunch of like Halo and Marathon armor, so I, I'll give that a chance too. Maybe we'll see how that goes, and I'll let you guys know how that goes by the next podcast for sure.
0: Awesome! I'm I'm super excited to to see it. Let me know how that goes with your with your uh, your cousin, right?
1: Yeah, he's my cousin. Yeah. He's uh, yes. yeah. So I'm hoping he likes it. I don't know. He's a little bit picky with games, but <clears throat> I told I him that will. Halo Infinite is my the multiplayer Goat. is my favorite multiplayer. Because it is. I love the multiplayer. I don't give a fuck about the challenges. I actually, with the newest update, I think the challenges are actually quite well because it actually bring, brings in quite a bit of skill and stuff into it. Mm. Um, and it lessens the the lesser bullshit challenges. So, John, just be aware of that. I know you said you've got like six XP packs. Definitely use those once a day. Um, and yeah, man, we're going to get you to max rank. I'm at 96... I'm basically at 100. I'll get there before spider I even see Spider-Man uh, on Thursday. So that's going to be interesting. Hell
0: yeah. I'm super excited. And I'm going to get to uh, at least to get the Chief Helmet.
1: And absolutely. And by the time we record the next episode, we, you and I would both have seen uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. So do you expect us to talk a little bit about that because we are fucking nerds. So We're
0: going to be talking be about there. Spider-Man for sure.
1: Yeah, and we'll see if spoilers are included. I mean, if they are, cope and seethe, but, <laughs> you know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> cope and
0: But, yeah, uh, uh, in conclusion, Noob Cube will help you through Legendary.
1: Dude, 100% Noob Cube is so good. Make sure if you guys are playing Legendary to kill the Elite with the Sentinel Beam. Um, the white Sentinel Beam, the thing is overpowered as fuck, and according to John, the... Uh, Disruptor. The, uh, the disruptor is also overpowered as fuck, which is great. I've only used that one like twice because I killed the I killed the guy who had it, but I don't know. I, I just I was like, oh yeah, cool disruptor. Anyway, Sentinel Beam, <laughs>
0: <laughs> dude. I need to go. I'm actually gonna go test that here shortly. So um, I'm gonna go ahead and jump to that. I'm super excited. Um, But thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast. Um, We love recording these. Um, We're already excited for the next one. Um, We very rarely shoot two in a week, but we want to do more. So, um, yeah, I mean, if you'd like, feel free to follow us. And I'm going to let Grunt handle the Twitter handles.
1: Absolutely. As always, hey, so go ahead and check us out on Twitter. We're at The Noble Core. Of course, you can see anything that's going on with the podcast and everything like that, especially when we're streaming. John, make sure he posts on his account and on the Noble Course account, and I try to reach I sure him do. as well. Um, go ahead and follow at JohnTheChief117 on Twitter. Um, I mean, come on, John. You're the most based motherfucker I know on this app. So <laughs> please,
0: please go ahead and follow my guy here. He's he's awesome. I love this dude here. He's my brother. Um, if you want to see the real based person, please, please, please follow the Infinite Grunt <laughs>
1: No, nah, that's fucking wrong. I'm not bass What are you talking about? I'm fucking cringe. <laughs> I'm uh, cringe. Well, to that anyways. I say cope and seethe. Cope and seethe, malt, <laughs> bitch, moan, <cry>. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, how it goes. Uh, oh but God. anyways, my friends. Anyways, if you guys listen to this, hey, I really appreciate you. Feel free to DM me or John a message anytime. We're always open to talk. And uh, hell yeah, truly. Sure, I really appreciate you if you listen to this, and we will talk to you guys next time uh, later this week. We're gonna do a spoiler for Halo Infinite review. We're gonna talk about Spider Man: No Way Home a little bit, and uh, maybe just a little bit of Doom.
0: Who knows? Why not? Your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Copa Cipol. Copa Seatball. Bitch, wine, cop. well uh this has been the noble core podcast we'll see you guys uh actually later this week and next week thank you guys so much for listening and like always noble core out